Network presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here with our man, Achilles Rain, to break down the NFL round two of the playoffs. Are you ready to get in to some playoff matchups? 14 teams entered, only eight remain. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, man, I'm ready. I'm excited. Uh, we're just a day away, so... Let's go. Even the dog's excited. Yeah. All right. So before we get into the playoffs, some coaching hires to get into. Uh, let's start with the Jets. They hired the 49ers uh, defensive coordinator, Robert Sala. What did you make of this hire? Good hire? Bad hire? Uh, in between hire? I think it's a pretty good hire. I mean, you know, we still obviously have to see what he's going to do and what type of philosophy he's going to implement. But as far as uh, coaching candidates go, I think that he's probably one of the guys that was uh, definitely on top of a lot of teams' lists. Uh, he definitely showed that he can, you know, put together a good unit. Uh, that defense obviously wasn't quite the best, but, you know, even with the circumstances they faced and all the adversity they faced, I, I think that they still had a pretty solid season. So um, I, I like the hire here. Yeah, I, I think it's an okay hire. Um, he was a top-notch uh, defensive coordinator, so you usually give those guys a shot. Uh, there is something to be said for the old cliche, you hire the offensive coach, you fire the offensive guy, now you bring in the defensive guy and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, once he goes, then they're going to bring in an offensive guy. And, you know, that's the cycle. Um, I don't know if you can really grade him on being good or not. We have no clue what type of head coach he is. We know he's a good defensive coordinator, but um, overall uh, the Jets defense, if there was any sort of uh, bright spot for that team, uh, their defense wasn't a complete train wreck uh, compared to their offense. Yeah. I, I, that's exactly the way I'm looking at it. Like I said, you know, it still remains to be seen what he's going to do, what type of team he wants to build, what kind of philosophy he wants to run. But as far as candidates go, I think that he's probably one of those top guys out there right now. Yeah, so we'll move on to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Arthur Smith, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. They went offense. Um, they had a defensive uh, coordinator who was their coach. They fire him. They bring in the offensive genius now. So what did you make of the Arthur Smith hire? I, I like it. I mean, I know that this team has definitely had a really good offense for quite a few seasons now. Uh, it seems like this second half of this season, they definitely took a step back and uh, started playing a little better defense as opposed to offense, which is what we're used to from the Falcons. But, you know, you look at Tennessee's uh, offense and they produce whether it was on the ground or over the air, uh, they had a really good statistical season. So if he can kind of implement that type of thing with the weapons he's got on there, uh, I, I think that, you know, this could probably work out for, for the better. I mean, can't get much worse. Yeah. Uh I do like his offensive style. They they might be able to uh, do a little bit there with uh, if they keep those guys around. Uh, you know, uh, uh, that's probably a little bit of a question too. Is Matt Ryan going to stick around for another year? Same with Julio Jones. I, I assume Calvin Ridley will be there for many more years. But um, I do sort of like that hire. I think I like that one more than the uh, Robert Sala hire for the Jets. But uh, should be interesting. If uh, Arthur Smith can uh, make this team a contender in a 
pretty tough division already. Yeah, it's definitely a tough division, uh, and I don't foresee it getting you know any easier. But if you're going to try and uh, win this division or at least get better in it, based off the quarterbacks you've got there, you definitely have to improve that offense. All right. So we went with the two coordinator hires, and uh, now we go with the big explosive one. I didn't really think he'd go, uh, but he did go. Uh, I've compared him to sort of uh, the Larry Brown of uh, football coaching uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, wherever he goes, he wins. He doesn't stay very long. This is his first uh, shot in the NFL. Um, he's going to have uh, Trevor Lawrence to guide that team. Do you like the hire? Uh, what do you make of it for Jacksonville? I don't, you know, I, I understand he's a big name and, you know, he's obviously had a lot of success just about everywhere he's been. Now he does spend a little bit of time, uh, you know, away from the game, kind of doing the, the TV thing, but he's, I, I don't know. I, I, I know how good he is, but does, how was it going to translate to this new type of uh, NFL that we've got going on now. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he obviously knows how to build teams. He does a really good job uh, drafting, you know, putting together uh, teams, turning teams around. So I think that it's a, a good hire, but how good it'll be, I don't know. I know that he got the big contract that he wanted, which is probably, you know, the only reason he actually came back to coaching. Yeah. Um, we'll see if he really is the uh, Larry Brown of uh, football because uh, Larry was able to be successful on both the college and NFL level. Uh, he never lasted very long, and I, I don't expect Urban to go much beyond uh, probably four or five years there if he can make it that long. But uh, it, it sure will be a, quite an interesting ride to see how this uh, Jaguars team, who um, – I think already has a handful of really solid receivers. You bring in Lawrence in there. They got a pretty solid running back. Uh, that offense at least looks like it might be at least somewhat uh, formidable uh, in, going into next season. Yeah. Especially depending on what they do during this draft. Now he does have a little bit of work to do. I think he just now got an offensive coordinator. So uh, a lot of, a lot of work still left to be done, but uh, as far as hiring goes, if you were going to get somebody from the coaching ranks, uh, probably a good route to go. Yeah. All right. You ready to get into the playoffs for this week? Yeah. You ready? Let's do this. All right. We'll go through all these games. We'll see if we can pick any mutual picks between us in any of these games. And then at the end, we'll give our uh, playoff picks for the week. Are you ready? Okay. Let's do it. All right. Let's start out with the big game. Los Angeles Rams, Green Bay Packers, 435 Saturday, Green Bay Packers, six and a half point favorite. Uh, no word quite yet on Aaron Donald, which uh, pretty much uh, would be my main key uh, word, uh, whether he's a full go or not. But uh, what do you make of this game? Do you give the Rams a chance? Uh, Walford was already ruled out, so it is going to be golf uh, with his bad thumb. So... What are you seeing in this game right now? Uh, I go back to week, um, I forgot what week it was, 16 or some, uh, 15, where the Packers faced off against the Titans. And I thought the Titans had a really good shot at beating the uh, the Packers simply because of the uh, running game. Now, when we look back at that game, we can tell that Titans didn't have a lot of success running the ball. 
their offense was slowed down by the fact that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are going nuts every time they get on offense and get on the field together. So this Rams team is definitely different from that Titans team. Uh, the defense is obviously night and day. Now, the running game is not as good as it is in Tennessee, but I think that if they can somehow try to manage the clock a little bit, you know, run the ball, try to keep it uh, off the quarterback's hand and play really good defense like they did last week, I think that they have a shot. Yeah. Uh, I can give my point of view that uh, makes the Rams win this where uh, they come in there, they get pressure like they did on Russell Wilson on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Jalen Ramsey locks up Devontae Adams. The Packers have trouble scoring. The Rams find enough points, manufacture enough points. I, I don't know if they can uh, get to 30 again or manufacture themselves to 30 again. I, I think that will be tough, uh, especially with, uh, you know, a, a technically two weeks for the Green Bay Packers to game plan for Jared Goff now. Um, I think the cold weather probably will make a little bit of a difference, but I could see the Rams given this uh, offense of the Green Bay Packers problems. And then we get a tight game and then we get, you know, later and later into the fourth quarter and maybe the Rams make a play or the defense makes a play and they uh, pull it out here. Yeah. Now, if, you know, if you told me that this game was going to end, you know, with not a massacre, but uh, you know, a pretty decisive win for the Packers, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, We've definitely seen, you know, teams with really good defenses go up against the Packers and not have as much success. But then again, we've also seen teams with not very potent offenses actually be able to put up some sort of offense against the Packers. Their defense isn't locked down, you know, by any means. So um, I think that this will probably be a lot closer than people think. Yeah. uh, My other side of that was I could probably also make the point where uh, the Rams got their big playoff win, uh, Last week, they threw the kitchen sink in there. Uh, They go into Lambeau. It's freezing cold. Uh, Packers get up on them, and uh, this thing's probably a a wipeout there. There's just too much attrition on the uh, Rams' side to really uh, make this the kind of game that uh, really you'd want because I I think these are two really good teams, but uh, the Rams just might be a a little too beaten up, uh, especially with the Packers coming off a bye to be able to stand up to them. Now, I will say this really quick. Uh, I did notice kind of uh, when I was going through Twitter, uh, uh, one of the guys I follow, he does a Rams podcast. Uh, He kind of pitched the idea of possibly putting Aaron Donald over on the left left defensive end spot uh, for a couple of reasons. We know that, uh, try the right side. We know that the Packers have had a little bit of issue on the, at the left tackle right now, uh, which is a little concerning, especially, you know, when it comes to protecting Aaron Rodgers against that front line. So you put Aaron Donald on that side. uh, He gets a little bit of a boost from going up against a guy that's not as experienced. And uh, it also keeps him out of the trenches to keep him a little healthier. Uh, We know that he's possibly going to go. Definitely all signs are pointed to him playing. Well, I assume he will for sure at least give it a try. Yeah. You know, the thing is, you know, even if you somehow manage to pull this game off, you don't want to be down that guy. That's one of those guys that you definitely need if you're going to make a good run at a Super Bowl. So I thought it was a pretty interesting idea. I think that it would keep him out of the trenches, keep him a little bit healthier. So maybe they kind of uh, use that game plan, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Weather is supposed to be in the 30s, uh, rain, snow mix for Green Bay. So uh, six and a half point spread. What are you thinking on that? 
like I said, I, I think this game's going to be a lot closer than people think. Um, would I be shocked, like I said, if the Packers, you know, won, won by four? <laughs> would I be shocked that the Packers won by 14? Uh, no, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, but I, I really do have a feeling that this is going to be a lot closer than people think. Yeah, uh, if I had to take something, I'd take the Rams uh, plus six and a half. But uh, I really would not have a wager on this game. I, I, I just think it's too hard to know how this thing's going to play out at all. Um I can really see the Green Bay uh, going with a blowout, but uh, I, I would feel more comfortable with points. But uh, really, I would not bet on this game uh, either way or either side. Yeah, I knew that this probably wouldn't be a mutual, uh, simply because we could definitely see two different scenarios happening and we wouldn't be shocked by it. So uh, I, I knew this was going to be a harder sell, but uh, maybe for my own individual picks, we'll see what happens. Yes, uh, we'll all be shocked when we take the Rams. All right, we'll move on to the, I'd probably say the two hottest teams in the NFL right now. Uh, Saturday has got some really good games. Um, Sunday, I'm not as sold on, but uh, Saturday, some big ones. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills minus three. Um, the Bills got their first playoff win in a long time. Uh, Lamar slayed his playoff demons. Buffalo's defense looked uh, interesting versus the Indianapolis Colts. How do you see this game matching up? I think this is probably going to be one of the uh, more entertaining games of um, this particular round. I like both teams. Uh, you know, the Ravens definitely cleaned up their act towards the uh, later half of that, uh, that of the season, and they've been playing a lot better. It seems like Lamar's kind of getting back into his own again. He's starting to run the ball a little bit more. But when I put these two teams side by side, as much as I like the Ravens and as much respect as I have for the team as a whole, I just think that the Bills are a much better team. I think that they're more well-rounded in just about every aspect of the game. You know, Lamar Jackson can run the ball. He adds another dimension to that offense. But so can Josh Allen. You know, he's, he's, no, he's no slump when it comes to running the ball, you know, escaping pressure and kind of making something happen out of nothing. Now they both can and have the possibility of, you know, having a turnover here and there because of their style of play. Baltimore does have pretty good defense, but Buffalo can also get after you, you know, and I just think that Buffalo is probably a more well-rounded team. Yeah. I'm very curious how this game's going to play out. Uh, I I'm, Wondering if Buffalo can stop Lamar Jackson and that option attack, but uh, I'm wondering if the Ravens can stop the Buffalo Bills offense and um, maybe we get some sort of wild shootout in this game that I, I don't think a lot of people would be expecting, but I, I could certainly see uh, these two teams uh, just sort of trading big plays, uh, much like that Baltimore Ravens Cleveland game that uh, was probably what uh, six weeks back on that Monday night football, Sunday night football. I don't remember which it was, but uh, where Lamar was making big plays with his legs was making big plays with his arms. And uh, Cleveland was just sort of carving up Baltimore. Uh, I really do think Buffalo, you know, had the playoff jitters last week, you know, it, it's a long history of not winning a playoff game. And uh, maybe that one snapped it. They come out this week, uh, pressure's off, and uh, they come out guns and blazing. And uh, 
can uh, win this Buffalo game or win this win this Baltimore game and uh, maybe put it on them. I, I think there's possibly a little chance for a, a, a blowout on the uh, Buffalo side of things. Do you think there's a way where you could see that? I, I don't know. I don't see a blowout. I think I, I do think that Buffalo is a better team, but I think these teams are pretty close as far as you know what they offer. I, I do think that Baltimore's defense is a little bit better, but I, I think that Buffalo's offense is definitely more well-rounded than than Baltimore's is. So, you know, I'm not surprised by this uh, by this spread. I think that you know, uh, what was it three minus three for minus Buffalo? three? Yes. Yeah, I'm not surprised by it whatsoever. I think this is going to be a tight game, and you know, even at minus three, I, I'm a little hesitant, but you know, I still think that the Bills managed to pull it off. Yeah, I, I think I'm leaning Bills here minus three. I, I could also also see a scenario where uh, basically the Ravens just run the option on the Bills the whole game, never give that offense the ball, and uh, maybe Josh Allen has the ball, you know, two times in the first half, uh, three times in the second half, and uh, they just can't uh, get a rhythm. So uh, a lot of different scenarios could, I, I think, play out in this one. I, I think this one's just fascinating with uh, definitely two of the – hottest teams in the NFL right now. But uh, if I was making a, a bet on that, I, I think I would ride Buffalo, the minus three. I just, I think they're ready to uh, meet their destiny, destiny and uh, play the Chiefs in the uh, conference finals, uh, not to give a spoiler on a uh, pick on a game that's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I, and I kind of feel the same way. So, uh, I mean, it's definitely gonna be entertaining to watch. So, so we'll, we'll see what happens. So maybe just a mutual on the Buffalo Bills, minus three? Maybe. I, I Like I said, I kind of like Buffalo, but, I mean, if you want to just go ahead and lock it in now, we can. All right. We'll go Buffalo, minus three, as one of our mutual picks during the NFL playoffs. All right. So what do we got next? Speaking of said Cleveland Browns at Kansas City, Kansas City is 10-point favorites. That's a huge, huge, huge number. Um would you be scared to take this number? Yes, I would be scared to take this number. Uh, and I can give you one particular reason why. It's that Cleveland running game against that Kansas City uh, rush defense. Now, not by not, not because Kansas City has a really bad defense. I think they have an okay defense, kind of middle of the pack. I don't remember exactly where they ranked, but just – off of memory, I, I think they're middle of the pack. I don't think that they're that great, but they do have the ability to turn the ball over. Um, but I think that Cleveland, if, if they follow the pattern that they you know followed last week where they take the ball out of uh, Baker's hands and really focus on kind of pounding the ball and paying, playing solid defense, I think that they can stay in it. You know, We've seen the Chiefs be susceptible to the, the type of teams that are kind of Pounded toward, uh, pounded at them, and you know, get physical with them. We saw with the Raider game, and I think the Cleveland is built in a similar type of style. So, I, I'd be scared to take that uh, minus ten for Kansas City. I, I would, and I wouldn't. Uh, the thing that would concern me, uh, if the Chiefs say get the ball first go down wing that thing uh, and then get a stop, come down wing again. It's 14, nothing in, in a blink of an eye. I, I think we both 
can agree. We we don't have a whole lot of confidence in the Cleveland Browns defense, uh, especially in pass defense. So uh, I, I think this could get pretty scary quickly uh, for a Kansas City side of things if they start winging the ball and hitting really, really quick explosive plays. And uh, then that just basically takes Cleveland out of that running game. Now, I see your point where is if they can get uh, the ball and sort of control the clock, uh, possibly get up, uh, they'd have to get up probably two scores uh, because I, I think the second they give the ball back to Kansas City, it's three plays and, you know, Hill's hitting a long one, Kelsey's hitting a long one, you know, Hardman's hitting a long one. They find, uh, you know, just a, a streak of anyone randomly, Sammy Watkins. And uh, I, I just... I think this could get ugly, especially I know everybody probably states the stat uh, 400 billion times, but uh, Andy Reid off a bye has a ridiculous record. Uh, it's a common gambling thing, but um, I, I don't know if I would take the 10, but I could very easily see Kansas City putting this in uh, blowoutville really, really quick. I'll tell you what the keys are going to be for Cleveland to win this game. One they got to run the ball and they got to run it well, run it well enough to control the clock and keep that Kansas city offense, you know, off the field Two, make enough plays on defense to cause a couple three and outs. And I think if you could do those two things, you know, have Baker Mayfield, you know, manage the game. Don't try to do any superhero stuff. This is the playoffs. This is not how you got into the playoffs. So keep him from making mistakes run really solid, efficient uh, football and make enough three and outs on defense. I think if they can do those three things, they keep it close enough to where I still think that Kansas city is going to win. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, play devil's advocate here and tell you that the chiefs are going to win. I don't think they're going to, I'm sorry. The Browns are going to win. I don't think that's going to be the case. I thought you were going with uh, Moneyline Browns as one of your picks. <laughs> no, I'm not that bold. Uh, but uh, like I said, Moneyline Browns, Moneyline Rams, two-way, parlay. Yeah, I wonder what that payout would be. Uh, but yeah, I don't, like I said, I think that if they do those three things, they can keep it close enough to be in the game. Uh, otherwise, like you said, if Kansas City gets up early, I don't think Cleveland is built to, to come back. So probably won't look good for them yeah that would just be my biggest fear is kansas city gets up on them and this thing is is a wash early um i i do think they'd have to create a turnover do you think that brown's defense has enough playmakers it's got a couple guys on the line who can make plays uh that could uh fluster mahomes enough to make him make a mistake i mean he he doesn't make a lot of them so uh, you really have to be in his grill and make him uh, hurry that uh, hurry him up uh, real quick. No, now it's not going to come as a shock to a lot of people that you're a big Mahomes lover. Uh, I mean, the guy's standing right behind you, but I, I'm more of a and uh, a sentient water lover. <laughs> Is that a sponsor drop? What's going on here? <laughs> but no, uh, seriously though, I, I it's going to be really hard to get you know Mahomes to turn the ball over. Uh, but at times he does tend to get a little cute with it, with the side throws and things like that. So is the potential there? This is the playoffs, man. Anything can happen. I think the potential is there for a turnover. And if that happens, uh, I think the Browns have a chance at keeping it close enough to be in this game. All right. So 10 points. 
What are you taking? Oh, 10 points. I, I, I was, I'm so reluctant to, to pick the Browns, even though I just spiel that whole, how they can keep it close. You know, even at 10, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go with the chiefs at 10. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs at 10. Uh, there's no way I, I can make myself take the Browns. I just, I, I, I think this Browns defense uh, is going to get shredded and uh, shredded pretty uh, good. Someone sounds a little bitter after last week. <laughs> Maybe so. All right. Uh, well, uh, well, no, it's a, a team of destiny if the Chiefs turn it over uh, on the first four possessions. <laughs> Yeah, if you if um, Holmes has four interceptions in the first quarter, uh, you know that you've jinxed them. All right, we'll move to the uh, last game of the weekend: Tampa Bay Bucks, New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints minus three. Uh, this game has been played twice. It has been lopsided for the Saints both times. Why should I not just grab this Saints minus three? Uh, because all of sports media is constantly reminding us that Tom Brady never loses three games in a, in a row against an opponent. And uh, that's somewhat true. But, you know, when I look at both of these teams, I know that I've talked up the uh, the personnel for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers basically all season long about how deep they are when you look at their roster, all the marquee names that they have. They have big names on defense, big names on offense, wide receivers, quarterback, tight end, all the good stuff. I still think this Saints team is probably one of the best teams in the playoffs right now, and they're sneaky good. They're really well coached. They're very well disciplined. Uh, That defense definitely showed signs of being a lockdown type defense late in the season. Uh, I think that the Saints are going to pull it off and give Brady that third loss, uh, you know, against the the same team. So this to me is kind of an easy one to take, but sports media is telling you otherwise. That's why you can't take the book i'm very curious how you think this game is going to play out is it going to play out like the others where uh new orleans defense basically just shuts down that tampa bay offense and uh you know new orleans can put together enough offensive drives uh based on uh, tampa bay's defensive mistakes to get enough points and roll with this i actually think this is going to be i'm not going to say an easy win but it'll be a comfortable win uh, I think that the defense for the Saints will cause enough havoc. They know Brady. They know how to play Brady. They've shown it twice already. And I think that this is going to continue. I know that Antonio Brown has been playing better as of lately, but they, they're still banged up. They, they you know, they, they got guys that are going to play like Goodwin, but they're still banged up. And I think that the Saints defense will key in on all this stuff and, and put enough pressure on him to cause a few turnovers. And that Saints the offense is good enough. We know, we know that to uh to put a point so if you cause a couple turnovers on defense with that offense you're pretty much guaranteed to win and like i said i think they're going to win this one not easily be comfortable but comfortably all right uh play devil's advocate for me um how does tampa bay go about winning this game uh tampa bay with that uh front that front seven they have i think that they get after drew Brees. um you know, they really rely on the running game. I think Jones is going to play this week. And if he does, uh, it really helps him. He's been their best back. But if not, I think Fournette's more than not capable of doing his thing. Um, then you've got your wide receivers. We saw last week with Evans uh, being questionable because of, uh, you know, he was banged up a little bit. He still came out and performed well. 
Uh, and then, like I said, Antonio Brown's playing a lot better. You still have that big threat at tight end. Uh, I know that he hasn't been, you know, the Gronk that we're used to seeing, but he's had games here and there where he's made a big impact. And uh, as long as Tom Brady plays mistake-free, uh, this is how the Bucks win the game. Yeah, I, I just can't foresee the Bucks winning this. I, I think I'm riding the Saints uh, all the way here. I know it's very, very difficult to beat a team three times, but I've also watched these two games, and uh, this neither of these games has been one of those where Tampa Bay has even remotely shown the ability to even be in the game. So I, I'd be very, very stunned um, if New Orleans did not come away with a win at uh, home in the Superdome uh, this week. I, I just think that uh, Saints defense will get to Brady. Uh, they'll force some turnovers. Uh, the offense will be able to manufacture enough points with Camaro, with Thomas, who looked uh, uh, much healthier uh, last week than he had pretty much, uh, I go with, all season long. So I think I'd really uh, probably just ride with three here. Uh, I'm assuming you're going with the uh, minus three for the Saints as well. Yeah, I like the Saints to win this game. I just think that, like I said, both teams match up pretty well, and they both – you know, have a lot of big names and uh, very explosive players. But I think this is probably going to come down to the coaching. And I think Sean Payton's a much better coach. And uh, he's very clever in the way that he, you know, attacks teams. And I think that's going to be the difference in this game. Yeah. All right. So do we want to make these Saints a mutual pick? I, I don't think we wanted to make Kansas City minus 10 a mutual pick. That seems like it would be a a stupid decision amongst us. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that uh, the Saints is probably a good one to take, and uh, that puts us, you know, for uh, two picks out of four games. So All right, so we got both minus threes. Uh, Buffalo Bills minus three, New Orleans Saints minus three as our mutual picks of the week. All right, you ready to get into some picks of yeah. your own? Yeah, I, th I think so. Uh, there's such a huge slate of games that I'm not sure how I'm going to pick. <laughs> all right so what do you got first up uh listen i was coming in here with two picks um i was going to take the Saints at minus three and i was going to take the bills at minus three but you know how it is man it's the playoffs and my team has done pretty good for me you know they they every time i pick them they've had a few losses here and there uh i haven't always picked them there's been a few games i've skipped but every time i pick them they've done pretty good so i'm gonna ride with the rams also all right, so you're going with the Rams, the Buffalo Bills minus three, and the New Orleans Saints minus three? Yep. I think the Rams oh, are, what, plus, plus six and a half? Plus six and a half right now. So. Yeah, I'll take that. All right, so I got four picks on the day. Oh. Uh, the Buffalo Bills minus three, the New Orleans Saints minus three. I have the Baltimore Buffalo over 49 and a half. I have the Tampa Bay Saints under 51 and a half. So, uh those are my four picks for the week. I really like your picks. You know, I, when you said four for a second, I thought you were going to pick every single game. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> I think we know better than me ever uh, picking every single game. I, I just have the under and over in both games I'm picking uh, spread-wise. Yeah, that's what I do when I put my dollar bet into the 16-game parlays. But uh, that's just me. All right, that's our show for the week. Be sure to follow us on greenlightnetwork.org, on Facebook at Greenlight Network, on YouTube at Greenlight Network. Where can we find you, Achilles? Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at TD Achilles, YouTube, That Dude Achilles, and on Facebook as Achilles Rain. 
I'm GLNChamp5 on Twitter and Instagram. That's our show, and we're out.